there really are fundamentally only two resources that you have that you can dedicate to your digital marketing efforts. What are they? Time and money. But which should you choose? My name is Chris Hargraves. I'm from noonlikedandtrusted.com.au and welcome to this episode wherever you are listening or watching or consuming in whatever way I end up putting this out to the internets. I hope you're having a fantabulous day and you are utilizing your time and money appropriately. But when it comes to marketing, the question is, should you take your valuable time as a legal practitioner and utilize that time towards a certain part of your digital marketing efforts or should you outsource those using your money that you can earn by doing other high value tasks towards hiring someone essentially to do it for you or at the very least to help you nudge you in the right direction be a sounding board through some sort of consulting arrangement or something like that that's a fair question and I don't think there's an easy answer. Now, it would be easy to to run the simplistic argument that you are trained as a lawyer, you are most valuable as a lawyer, you can earn the most money as a lawyer, and therefore, primarily what you should be doing is spending the vast majority of your time doing lawyery things at $300, $400, $500, $600 an hour, whatever it is, is the case. The difficulty with that is that it inevitably leads to let's just push all of our marketing out to someone else. And the challenge there is sort of implicit in the name of my business, which is known, liked, and trusted. You are a professional service operator, and there is a limit to how much you should push to someone else and remain wise in your marketing decisions. People don't, generally speaking, want to get to know your brand. They don't want to get to know your logo. They don't want to get to know some sort of animated cartoon. They don't hire a cartoon to provide them with expensive legal services. They hire a person and perhaps they put their trust in the person's ability to manage their team. But either way, at some point, there is a person-to-person relationship of some kind where the advisor has become known, liked, and trusted sufficiently in order to actually tip the prospective client into the category of an actual client. Why is that relevant to this decision? Well, if, for example, you hired me to do done for you sort of digital marketing services, one of the things I'm probably not going to do for you is make videos or podcasts like this one. Why? Because this is my face. And unless we do some sort of weird deep fake thing where we superimpose your face onto mine and change the voice so that it sounds and looks like you, and that's all getting a bit creepy, at the end of the day, you want people to know, like, and trust you as a legal services practitioner. So what can you then push. What you can push are things in particular, say, that are once-off setup processes. That means like website creation, potentially. That means getting your tech stack up and running and learning how to use it. Things like that can easily be outsourced and there isn't a great deal lost unless you're planning on doing it over and over and over again and setting up multiple brands or businesses, in which case the investment of time for you to learn it might be worthwhile. But generally speaking, you can push Those things that don't benefit from having your personal touch on them. What might that be? That might be creating 
artwork that might be formatting or editing your blog posts or your power sort of SEO page strategies. That might be learning a lot of the technical backend stuff associated with your website. That might be maintaining your website. That might be video editing or audio editing or the process of scheduling and getting things up and running on various social media channels. Those sorts of things are easily outsourced. To some extent, and I'm being very cautious here, if you found a good copywriter, you can probably outsource a certain amount of your article production. But things that most benefit from your face or your voice or your personal characteristics, which is going to include things like responding to comments on your social media channels, it's going to mean engaging with people on their posts on social media. I really think that stuff is best kept in your personal grasp. Now that all said, I am a firm believer that even when you outsource things, it's important for you to understand at the very least what the people you're outsourcing to are doing. We're not here to waste time and money, and you need to have a good appreciation for what they're actually doing and roughly how they're going to go about it so that at some point, if you want to check whether they're doing what they promised or check through some basic searches whether they're applying best practice, then you can do that rather than just relying on your gut. So I do think there is value in understanding the contribution that your marketing people are making, whether they're in-house or outsourced. But if you want to get rid of some of that stuff, I would first and foremost get rid of the stuff that doesn't benefit from having your personal approach to it. Obviously, you're not going to send someone like me to go have a coffee with a potential client. You're going to do that yourself. Similarly, if you're going to be using digital tools to try and achieve a similar outcome, then you should consider outsourcing the things that don't require that. And then you can reclaim the time that allows you to be able to devote a good amount of attention to those personal endeavors. That is all I had to say for today. I have no idea whether I hit my time frame or not. However, that doesn't really matter because that kind of thing isn't that important to me. You can find me if you want more information at noonlockedandtrusted.com.au. Thank you for tuning in and I will see you next time.